Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. As always, we're following uh, everything going on in the world of news. And just as a reminder, uh, Lee Lonsberry will launch his new show today. Starting at 12.30, 12.30 to 3, we welcome Lee Lonsbury back to the KSL family and uh, look forward to uh, a high speed and high entertainment and high information two and a half hours uh, every day here on KSL News Radio. So make sure you check out the new show uh, with Lee Lonsbury today for sure. All right, there's uh, a ton of other things we, we need to get to today. And uh, the one that I wanted to sort of round out our day on is uh, is something that uh, has been coming up a lot in the context of the impeachment hearings, which has caused a, a lot of people to go back and forth in terms of what we should really expect out of our leaders. And it, it's a good question for all of us. Uh, what should we expect uh, out of members of Congress? What should we expect out of uh, leaders in our business organizations or our community groups? What, uh, what kind of leadership should we expect at home? And it's one that often gets glossed over. We often talk about leadership in very high and lofty terms. Uh, in the midst of a, an impeachment hearing, there's all kinds of leadership questions coming up. I thought it was very fascinating that the lead attorney for the Democrats uh, began his testimony in front of the House Judiciary Committee by talking about a conversation that he had had uh, with one of his children. And it really got down to this idea of, uh, can I trust the president? If I can't trust the president, who can I trust? And very interestingly, uh, this is very reminiscent of of conversations that we heard during the Bill Clinton impeachment hearings. Uh, The Republicans also talked to some children, some young children, third graders, uh, and they asked that question, if I can't trust the president, who can I trust? Uh, the uh, in the hearing the other day in the House Judiciary Committee, the the question from the child was, does the president have to be a good person? Uh, and so those are all really interesting questions. And when we especially when we have elected officials, of course, we're not electing saints and popes and prophets. Uh, we're we're really electing human beings. But what should we expect? Uh, sadly, over the course of the last decade, I think what we have expected and what we have demanded of our public leaders uh, has dwindled. And we're, we start to sort of shrug our shoulders a bit more and turn the other way a bit more and say, well, I can't stand this, 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 and this, but I'll be very transactional. As long as I get this and this, 
It's a good thing. I'm okay. I can live with that. And and so the question to that for me actually goes back to uh, 1789. So we're going to go way back in history here. 1789, first inaugural address, George Washington said this. He hoped that the foundations of our national policy will be laid in the pure and immutable principles of private morality. That's a pretty strong statement from the first president of the United States, George Washington, uh, that the national policy will be laid in the pure and immutable principles of private morality. He called on free government to exemplify the attributes that would make its citizens proud and command the respect of the world. So this kind of public and private morality that Washington called for in our nation's leader didn't require him to be perfect. Washington wasn't saying that we had to have saints in the White House. He was just saying we need to have people whose private morality and public appearances are congruent, that they're the same. And he called on this free government to exemplify those attributes and command the respect of the world. But again, it doesn't require anyone to be perfect, but it did necessitate integrity and congruency regardless of the situation. And so if America is really going to remain this beacon of hope and freedom, uh, we have to really repudiate uh, the things that degrade and debase the common morality. As as Washington said, uh, we must instead embrace values that engender the loyalty and trust of the citizenry and command the respect of the world. And, of course, as uh, James Allen wrote, you know, circumstances don't make the man they reveal him. And throughout the ages, you know, we've seen great women. We've seen great men who have been exposed as less than noble, less than genuine, sometimes even less than human when presented with power and influence, fame, or faced with challenging circumstances. And the reverse is also true, that often ordinary men, ordinary women, when thrust into the most difficult situations or provided a compromised path to promises, uh, to prominence, have risen to just amazing heights of courage, of character, of selflessness. And so watching that uh, is important for all of us. Because if we continually lower the standard for what we expect in leaders, and again, I'm not just talking political leaders, I'm talking business leaders, community leaders, family leaders, uh, all of those, it makes a difference. And we have to be able to withstand the, the pressure, the, the tough situations, the challenging situations. And so uh, it's interesting, uh, and I often go back to this, uh, if you go back during the uh, Bill Clinton administration, uh, an interesting Utah connection uh, was an interview with Larry King, with then uh, president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Gordon B. Hinckley. And Larry King asked questions about character of those sitting in in the White House. And he said really simply, I forgive the man. I don't hold malice against him or anyone else. He says, that's my my responsibility. So this is getting to us being the person of the year. Uh, It's my responsibility to extend the hand of forgiveness and helpfulness. At the same time, the position of president carries with it a tremendous trust in my judgment, an inescapable trust. 
So to me, it's this inescapable trust of leadership that matters. Again, as, as Washington observed, that's part of what makes America great at home and abroad and candidates for whatever office, whether that's governor, whether that's president, whether that's dog catcher, whatever it may be in your local community, we have to ask that. It's about trust. And while the dishonesty in our politics continually causes us as citizens to, to really question integrity, morality, judgment, are they really willing to do what's best for the country instead of what's best for themselves in office? Uh, we, we cannot, as citizens, normalize that kind of behavior that undermines that trust. Uh, someone once said that, uh, is it asking too much of our public servants to not only make of this nation the greatest nation on earth politically and militar- militarily, but also give moral leadership to the world? All those are, are really fascinating things to think about. And again, I don't care where you fall on the political spectrum. I don't care what your uh, pr- preference is for 2020 and beyond. Uh, the important thing is, can we trust them? And how do we create that kind of trust? And then how do we give reason for people to trust us? That's the big test. What should we expect? I say we should not expect less of our leaders. I think we should expect more of them. And we should expect more of ourselves. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.